It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's not a fairy tale. Hey, hey girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I am doing okay. I'm doing well too. I had a great night last night. Yes, it was good times. Good times. Good and times. it is something about tequila and bourbon that come together to just to be a beautiful thing when I drink it. Okay. They like, I never would have thought those two things go together so well. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's my thing. Are you going to have it at your party? I'm trying to figure out how I can mix it in there because I like, that's something that I really yeah, like. You can get on Pinterest and get some recipes. You and... know, I was there this morning. Yeah. I was slow rolling it this morning. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, bourbon and tequila is my thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. And I'm going to try it. I really need to go to Sonic and get the ice because I think that makes your drinks better. Okay. Because they had that Sonic ice last night. Did you notice that? They did. So it was. You can like, buy it? You can buy a bag of ice at Sonic. Oh, I didn't or know that. Or maybe it's just for the summertime. Okay. I'm, I'll check the next time I go. Okay. I didn't know that. Because mm -hmm. that is, it's mm -hmm. like the best ice ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Better yet, I don't even got to buy it. I'm going to take a Ziploc bag to work every day. I'm going to get it from the machine. Because <laughs> we got Sonic ice at work. Oh, it's not going. How's it going? If. Probably won't make it home though. That's an hour drive. If you bring a cooler, good idea. Yeah, mm -hmm. and put okay. some ice. Well, it's cold enough, so it should be fine. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm gonna start doing. Mm -hmm. I got a couple weeks to get us a whole bunch of ice. So cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the cheapness. It's either that or buy a small ice machine or get the like. What if Sonic doesn't have it? Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, that's what I really want. Mm -hmm. Unless you call ahead to Sonic and say, hey, I need X amount That's of ice, a, would you be able? Right. Can you give me, like, I don't know, five pounds of ice? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll do that. Yeah. Call ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, we had a good time last night. I really enjoyed my peach and strawberry sangria. I wish I could have had another one, but I was you driving. You was the designated so. driver. So, yeah. I appreciate your sacrifice. It's fine. I was telling my husband that you're having your slumber party on the same night as another party we're going to. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Tanisha messing it up. I was, we were planning, I was planning on taking you to this party and coming home and doing some things, but you're going to be over Tanisha's house. Oh, is that why he was acting <laughs> salty today? He, he always acts salty. salty. <laughs> I know. Um. Well, shoot. Whatever. He just needs to get over it. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm having a slumber party, an adult slumber party. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, we should have a good time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, it's going to be very interesting. I was looking up all kinds of cute stuff today. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see. Okay. Well, I'm ready for it. Um, I'll be sure to bring my house coat. Since you don't want to well, turn I'm gonna, heat up. I will turn my heat up. <laughs> see, what I did yesterday when I got home, I said, okay, because, you know, heat rises. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so if they're going to be in air mattresses on the floor, and I'm going to have an air mattress too, like, how is this going to work? Mm -hmm. We're going to be cold down there. Mm -hmm. So I need to make sure that it's warm in the house. And that's okay. It's not going to really bust my budget, my my, bat, my bill that bad if I turned it up on, like, 73 or 4. Okay. okay. Or 5 or 6. It doesn't matter as long as it's warm on the floor. Okay. Because I hate being cold. Yes. 
So I we'll have to make sure I have enough blankets. Or maybe I'll tell y'all to pack your own blankets like a real you should. Party. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody got to bring a pillow anyway. Well, I have enough pillows. Okay. You know, I just collect pillows. Okay. I have seven king size pillows on my bed. Wow. Okay. Okay, Mika. I was thinking about her. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's me. In that in that snippet of time, I was like, I am Mika. No, you are not by any means. She gets. We'll talk about that yes. later. Okay, so let's jump into our article. <laughs> um, and I pulled this from pretty much our conversation last night when yeah. we were all talking about different our different forms of anxiety and what makes us anxious and listening to you worrying, having anxiety about the future. Right. Um, so um, I pulled this article off of Exo Nicole, Eight Affirmations That Remind Us It's Okay to Slow Down. And I like the beginning quote for this because it says, sometimes a no to everyone else is a yes, yes to, to yourself, yourself. And that's more than okay. It is necessary. That's very true. So um, in this article, um, it's pretty much just some things that we need to say to ourselves to take a break and mm -hmm. be okay with that. Um, so the first affirmation is my peace is more important than having a packed schedule. And this totally hit home for me because mm -hmm. like my whole schedule is packed up until mid-March. Mm -hmm. Like I have something to do every single weekend mm -hmm. until mid-March. Mm -hmm. So, or that, that weekend mid-March. And I'm like, I do that. And I don't know why I pack my schedule on the weekends because I, I guess I just want to make sure I have something to do. But I do have some weekends where I do absolutely nothing. Like last weekend, I did absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. So, and that's okay. And the only time I got out of the house last weekend was to come and record. Mm -hmm. And then other than that, I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was okay with that. So it's not all the time that it's like that. But I do take some weekends just to pretty much veg out, watch TV chill out, do stuff within the house. But for the most part, I try to stay busy. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's contributing to me feeling overwhelmed sometimes. And it, probably so. It might be since you're working so late more often. Yes. So it's like your week is packed and your weekend is packed. packed. When your right. weekend is supposed to be a time for rest. Yeah. Yes. Um, so let's see here you never have to chase or force what's meant to be your gifts will make room for mm -hmm. you um so there's a difference between being strategic and desperately seeking opportunities the most authentic relationships connections careers and opportunities usually happen by choice not by force um so you don't have to beg people for an opportunity and don't have to always be on the scene at every event to force something to happen. Mm -hmm. So when we stretch ourselves too thin, we end up sharing a piece of ourselves with too many people. And then we wonder why we don't have peace in our own lives. Right. So, yeah. Because you're all pieced out. Exactly. Literally. Literally. Like, you have spread out. This is going to sound bad when I say it, but you spread out little tidbits or crumbs of yourself and then you expect for yourself to be a whole person mm -hmm. when it's time for you. But you have to some kind of way collect those pieces back mm -hmm. Is and it doesn't happen that easily. Mm -hmm. So that really hit home for me because I do that. And I do remember when it comes to, to work, like it's been proven for me that my gift will make room for me and that I don't have to, like, I think a lot of times for me personally, and I could be 
totally wrong about that, this, but I really feel like the pressure of proving yourself, one, when I'm a woman, and two, when I'm a black woman trying to do things in, well, my career is not dominantly, you know, white people or whatever, mm-hmm. but I always, I used to feel like I needed to prove myself, mm-hmm. to feel like my space that I'm there that I deserve to be there Mm -hmm. because you have a lot of people saying oh well how did you get this job or you know it's like people try to pull your car to say whether or not you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. in the room Mm -hmm. do you do you deal with that too I I don't deal with that I don't know if I've ever really dealt with that but I I I don't want to say I haven't had imposter syndrome but I know I'm I'm I belong where I put myself. So I've never had anyone really question me about why I was doing anything, you know? <laughs> right. I have people question me what it's But most here- people I will say I feel like at work they probably scared to talk to me because I kinda come off like I wish you would, you know, ask me some bullshit like that. See, this is what happens to me that really bothers me. It like literally infuriates me when somebody meets me over the phone Mm -hmm. and then I tell them, like when I meet them in person, they're like shocked that I'm not white. Mm -hmm. And then they, they like, then they try to tell, pull your card and say, well, like, how did you, how did you get this job? What experience do you have? Yada, yada, yada. And me and my dad talked about this this week. He was saying that he had a guy come over and cut down some trees. Mm-hmm. And they were like, sir, is this your house? He was like, yeah, like, this is. Why wouldn't it be my house? Right. How long have you lived here? And he's like, I've lived here for such a... Like, he was just like, people don't believe that this house belongs to him. He's mm-hmm. not the gardener. I was like, daddy, I used to tell people in high school that you was the gardener. So maybe that's where the energy is <laughs> coming from. But I'm just saying, like. It's crazy. It is. Like I, me and my husband were out and um, he met, he saw somebody that he was cool with back in the past um, and they hadn't seen each other in a while. Mm -hmm. And it was a white guy. And he was telling him how he recently started his business, um, you know, how we built the house some years ago. And the guy was kind of like, not you know your husband like well my husband stepped away he was like oh I can't believe you know Dion has all of this going on and so in my mind I was like well why wouldn't he you know yeah and then when he was even talking about like on Instagram like looking back at our Christmas party pictures from year before last he was like where were you guys with all the lights and Dion was like that's my hallway like I decorated the hallway for us to do the pictures like he was in disbelief I know and I'm like shit we work just like everybody else and we work hard and yeah. we make great decisions and that's how we're able to prosper like yeah and it's the same thing like when we talk about traveling and going places they be like you've been to Thailand yes it ain't expensive mm-hmm. like you can get a trip to Paris for like round trip for like 400 some dollars mm-hmm. like what are you talking about I don't know but mm-hmm. that's we're kind of off topic but yes. it, it's almost like I think that's where I I used to try to prove that my gift was like this space because I guess early on in my career doing what I do, I didn't feel like my, I didn't know that my gift was going to make room for me and that I didn't have to constantly prove myself that I was worthy to be in that space. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this, well, part of the same job for seven years. So Mm -hmm. I feel like at this point it's there. I always get 
offer jobs in other cities. You do. And that's why <laughs> so I like, girl, you're doing an awesome job. <laughs> I t- yeah. Uh, and I got offered to come to Pittsburgh again, mm-hmm. I tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, cold. I ain't doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah my knees don't like it. <laughs> um, so, but, you know, like, so I realized that you're gifted. So you don't have to work so hard to constantly prove yourself. And you don't have to be there late. I do what I do because I know that there's somebody just depending on me to do my part of my job. Is it overwhelming? Yes. Is this a season? Yes. Will it cut off soon? Hopefully so. Because mm-hmm. you know what I told you yesterday. But anyways, mm-hmm. moving on. Let's go to number two. Let me pull it. Okay. Pull my phone up. Okay. So number two is it's okay to ask for help. Um, and that is whatever help looks like for you. So don't be afraid to ask for it when you need it. Um, let's see here. I need that cup. What cup? The cup the lady got. Oh, help me. Yes. I do not ask for help. Why? This like article doing so, yourself a disservice. I just don't ask for help, and I don't know why. Well, sometimes I don't ask for help because people don't do it right in the first place. So you have to go back behind them and do it. So you pretty much should have done it in, from the get-go. I know I'm not the only one that feels like that, but that happens. So, But then I've realized when I do ask for help, then it's an opportunity for me to learn how to explain things slowly so they can get it right. Because sometimes I don't explain things right. And that's why they don't do it right. Two, um, it allows them to know how to do it the right way. So then it doesn't make it where I have to ask for help. I can just say, hey, can you help me? And maybe they'll just automatically do it because they know it needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So I... I am a work in progress. Like this, this whole article was. Yeah. That was for you. Yeah. Number three, I do that. Okay. (laughs) And what is number three? Rest is required. When my body can't do it, it just can't do it. In my early 20s, when I was in college, some people would say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And we did say that. I know Mm -hmm. I used to say that. My dad still says that. He's 60. He's 60 years old, and that's his philosophy. He is up early and goes to bed late. But it's very important for you to get your rest for your health. So get your rest, even though my favorite place is in the bed with that blanket like Linus. Mm-hmm. I would carry that joker around the house if I could. Mm-hmm. I, on the weekend, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I try to like lay in the bed late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you I know, know I believe in getting rest because I can't function without it. So I I know my body, and if I get don't get a certain amount of hours, like I cannot function. Like mm-hmm. I my I physically feel broke down. So I understand why rest is so important. <laughs> yeah, and if I don't rest, then I supplement with coffee. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a cop. Coffee gives me an upset stomach. So yeah not yeah i need to naturally get it (laughs) i normally if i feel like i got a day when i need to be on 10 Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get a medium coffee Mm because that's gonna take me over the edge Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what i do when i'm tired okay um number four affirmation is i can't be everything to everyone Mm, if i'm not good to myself then i am no good to anyone else (laughs) Amen. <laughs> so, you know, you do have to take a step back and ask yourself if you are pouring everything into everyone else and who is pouring into you. Right. And sometimes it's nobody. 
Yes. And sometimes it has to be your significant or your friends that have to pour into you when you're pouring from an empty pot. Mm -hmm. Because I think I asked you that question one day, like, who pours into me when my pot is empty? Mm -hmm. And then I realized that there's a lot of people that I don't realize that are pouring into my pot. Mm -hmm. And that's how it stays full, Mm -hmm. to give me the energy to keep going. Mm -hmm. But at some point, it's going to really be empty. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be anything. Mm -hmm. So... I figured out where that energy is. Right. I have to pour into myself. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Number five, my husband is my helpmate, mm-hmm. so I will let him help me. And so many women do not allow their helpmates to help them. Because it goes back to, he I know he's going to do it right. right. But you got to train them. That's not the right word. No, it's not. <laughs> You have to provide good instructions. But I feel, girl, is still a training, though. It's just like a kid, though. You have to show them how to do it. And you have to re-show them how to do it. And see, a lot of times, our spouses are, you know, our helpmates, period. I don't know. Girl, boy, whatever. Mm-hmm. They get irritated when we try to show them how to do it because we think our way is the best way. And technically, you know, in our minds, it is. But we want to show them how we like it done. Mm-hmm. So don't say, this is my way. This is the right way to do it. Let me show you how I like it done. It's all in how you say it. No, whether or not that really works. Because sometimes they'll sometimes be like. sometimes you got to let let your way of doing things go. go just for the and sake just of let getting them, it done. Yeah, just let them. Because everyone has their own way of doing things. So if they, as long as it gets done and it's, you know, if it's, say, for instance, them cleaning the kitchen. The cat, that's exactly where I was going. Washing like wiping off the countertops after you done swept the floor. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you're going to go back and re- wipe them crumbs back mm-hmm. off the floor because they're going to hit the floor. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Now, did you double do work? Yes. Did it get done? That's yeah. all that matters. The, we're looking at the end results. That's all that matters. That's you don't all always that matters. Because right it's done. That's something, that's something you... While they're doing that, you could have been having time for yourself. And that's how... Taking it's the way bath. you look at things mm-hmm. so you know don't focus on what they're not doing focus on what they are mm-hmm. doing and let them be able to help you they want to help you it's totally fine if they do the baby's hair wrong and the baby's hair looks crazy but y'all ain't going nowhere why it does it matter? matter yes like just keep showing him how to put a ponytail hold on your hair and if you don't have no hair show him how to do it on the baby's mm-hmm. hair or get a doll mm-hmm. that might be better mm-hmm. if babies don't sit still mm-hmm. And they be crying and stuff. You don't want to hear that. Yeah. So yeah. get a doll. Yeah. So, you know, let them let them help you. A wise woman once told me, guys, like instruction. So it just give it to them and just watch how you Deliver instruct. it. Yes. Yeah. Um, number six is I'm only human. Let me go back. I'm only human. I will not put unnecessary pressure on myself. Mm. That's the story of your life, girl. I know. Because in listening to you last night, I'm like, why are you going down this tunnel of all these thoughts? Just let's be present in the moment. (laughs) You know? You know, I struggle with that. (laughs) I mean, and that's where anxiety comes from. It's worrying about the future. future. And not just thinking about the now. And I have to be very intentional about where I place my mind sometimes because like in my mind, I'm already living my life through the week that's coming up Mm -hmm. and I still have like 11 hours left in the day, Mm -hmm. but I've already went through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm -hmm. And so I just need to be right here today at this hour, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hour by hour, actually. Mm -hmm. 
So yes. I think I'll be thinking I'm trying to prevent something, but I'm really not doing mm-hmm. anything but preventing peace. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Like, mm-hmm. just remember that you're only one person and be present. You're not always going to have to put pressure on yourself to be the perfect mother, mm-hmm. the perfect wife, the perfect child, the perfect no father. No one is perfect, and that's Nobody's okay. perfect. We're all, like, unless we're walking on water, like, that's the only person who was made in perfection. Mm-hmm. We're not perfect. We are going to have to grow and prosper just like the rest of the humans. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, so um, number seven is my no can be powerful and polite at the same time. So the writer, I don't have a problem saying no. She I'm, don't. I'm just put it out there. I asked her to <laughs> And do I also it. have Crazy. a lot of peace. <laughs> I asked her to do con- all kinds of stuff. She'll be like, no, I'm not doing it. You want to go skiing? No. Nope. Mm-mm. That's not my thing. <laughs> she don't even say that. She don't even explain it. She just say no. No. Well, you know I don't like the coat, so. So I'll be like, you want to go skiing? No. Because you know I don't like the coat. So why are we having a conversation I again? I just be hoping one day you're going to be <laughs> like, girl, gonna change. I changed my mind. Nope. I, I want to go. I want to go. It's not going to change. I, that is not my thing. <laughs> I just want to leave you out just in case you do. I, I won't feel bad if you leave me out. Because I, I know I've told you no several times. So <laughs> I wouldn't feel away by any means. <laughs> I went to on a ski trip one time. So I've experienced it. I didn't like it. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> Okay. I'll just rehearse myself asking you, and then I'll just act like you, like I asked you. So okay. You're like I asked you in my head, and that's I'm okay with that. We have it on the record. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, we do. We do. We don't need to rehash that. Oh goodness. So the writer of the article stated that she used to struggle with saying no, but then wondered why she felt so drained and overwhelmed <laughs> with anxiety. <laughs> just say no. Just say no. <laughs> just say no. And, you know, once she started saying no, she realized how liberating it was. I know that's an issue for you. How, how have you been working through that? Um, I just, I just say no, but in on the inside, I'm like, dang, I know I, I know I can try to figure out how to make it happen, but I really want to make it happen, you know, like, but then I just be like, okay, my answer is my answer. I'm not going to replay this in my mind. What I said is what I said, period. Mm-hmm. Is it the easiest thing? No, because I like to try to figure out how I can make my no yeses. I don't know where that comes from, though. Mm-hmm. Who instilled that in me? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know where that came from, mm-hmm. that I want to be this superhero all the time. Mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I mm-hmm. think that's why the super superhero be tired. Because mm-hmm. that is why it's not that you that you think I'm that like, is why. I'm like slowly but surely finding tools to like pull this cape off and say I'm just a human being. I do not have superpowers. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, I do it very well with my family though. Well, that's, that's good. one thing I've learned. Yeah, I just be like, no, I'm not doing it. Okay, you coming home? That's a start. Yeah, no. and I don't even explain it. No. You don't want to do that? No. Like, I, I set that boundary Christmas. I was not cooking. Mm-hmm. I literally watched my mama open up so much packages of food to put in the oven. Mm. Chicken wings, french fries. No, they had chicken wings. They had a whole bunch of stuff. All mm-hmm. processed food. And I'm thinking, I don't even eat like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to cook food. Mm-hmm. I need the vegetables to come fresh. 
what none of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. But you you set your boundary and you and stuck, I stuck to yeah. it. But I still went home, so that was a little flexibility, mm-hmm. which I think that I needed to do that. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, that was probably what's best for me. Even though I was looking forward to coming over and kicking it with y'all. Mm-hmm. However, after I talked to my dad, I said, okay, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but I still, my mom's like, well, how do I do this? That's how she starts off. She asked me how to do something. I come over and help her. Mm-hmm. And I end and up, doing she it. disappears. Mm-hmm. And I end up doing the whole thing. And I'm like, where did she go? She'll be upstairs watching TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? How I get sucked into this? So, and I told everybody, that's what she's going to do. I was like, don't help her because mm-hmm. she needs to learn. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, goodness. I, I, I took my own food. Okay. I mean, you was probably going to do that anyway. Yeah. Unless I'm cooking, I'm taking my own food. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, number eight, um, the eighth affirmation is my timeline is not everyone else's timeline. So, people love to constantly quote. We all have the same 24 hours in a day to justify um, that we should be doing more of whatever it is. And that's normally what they want us to do. Yeah. Yes. Um, So as someone tweeted, you don't have the same 24 hours as XYZ Celebrity. XYZ Celebrity has teams, assistants, chefs, trainers, etc. at their fingertips. um, And they're not doing everything by themselves. So, you know, we don't got none of that. No. So it does. It, it it's not a, a equal measurement. <laughs> no. Sometimes I feel like I need to hire a house manager, mm-hmm. which my granny she's a very good house manager. Mm-hmm. So when she comes back, if she decides to still stay with me and not get an apartment, then I know that I'll have a house manager to help me manage the house, which is helpful. Your grandma wants to manage her own house. She does. And that's okay. And that's okay. Because she's a grown-ass woman. She is. And she deserves (laughs) to live by herself. Mm -hmm. Now, does she have anxiety about living alone? Yes. And I told her I'll still come and visit her Mm -hmm. wherever she chooses to live or wherever we find her space. It won't be too far, but I would prefer to be in the county where she can have access to transportation Mm -hmm. so she can go wherever she wants to go. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll figure that out when she comes back. And it's fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much, um, don't let Instagram, Facebook, whatever Mm -hmm. social medias, um, you know, trick you into thinking that you're going to have instant success or instant bay or instant career or business. Things take time. Right. And that's okay. Cause you working on your own timeline, not nobody else's timeline. Exactly. Sometimes things have to bake a little bit longer. Yes. To get them to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes you're not even prepared to even receive your blessing mm-hmm. like that. Uh-huh. So trust the process and trust the timing and the fact that what is meant to be will be. And I saw that, saw that same quote like some months back, like after I didn't get like a position that I wanted mm-hmm. and I was like very upset about it. And... I was and I was doing my scroll and that quote came up and I was like, huh, I'm not gonna worry about this anymore. Like what is meant to be is Will going be. to be. Mm-hmm. So and that's you know, that was my way of letting go, um, you know, of the situation. So that's how you always gotta think, like what is meant to be will be, you know. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, so you can find this article on exonicole.com. And again, the name of it is um, eight, Affirma eight Affirmations That Remind Us It's Okay to Slow Down. And I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, so you ready to talk about this Rache reality? Yeah. Let's talk about Love After Lockup. Let's get that out the way because I think we're going to have to talk longer on the other one. Okay. Because it's so many... So much to talk about with a ninety-day fiance or married, married at first sight. Married at first sight. <laughs> they all like run into each other. <laughs> so run together. See, I, obviously, I didn't take much time for myself this morning because <laughs> it's all running together. My head be cluttered. Okay, which couple you want to start with? Let's talk about the boring couples first because they they don't be doing anything. Okay. So. um you know, I have to pull them up because I have nicknames for them in my head. Okay. You want to start off with Lacey. You said love after lockup first. Or do you want to start at married at first sight first? Oh, that's what. See, see what happens when you don't take time for yourself. I didn't even realize I said that, but that is what I said. Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about um, the, lo the lockup people. Yeah. The lockup people. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm mad at uh, your girl. The one with that with the cigarettes. Oh, uh, Tracy, Tracy, and Tony, Tony, Tony. Like she, she, see, I thought she was gonna have a little bit of a like a smart card, but I just no, she does. She ain't never had no she smart ain't card. Smart. Mm -mm. So basically, last last episode we talked about her sitting in the car while her cigarettes and the mm -hmm. um, thing, and she was out there like watching him or whatever. So she ends up going in the house. Was like Tony, you know, I'm. I just wanted to let you know. He was like, oh, I thought you were staying at, at your friend's house last night. She was like, no, I stayed outside in the car and I was watching you and you passed the test. First of all, if you're going to watch him, why would you tell him you was watching him? That, yes. Like, because next time he going to think you watching him and he going to try to figure out either how to get out the house or you think he's already in the house or run out the back door or something. Like, you ain't smart about this. Mm -hmm. Like, he's out he's really smart if he's been already trying to figure out how to play you and you just gave him the secrets to how you watching him mm -hmm. you don't do that mm -hmm. so i was like she don't have it together she was irritating me i was that. just when she climbed in the bed she didn't even like take off her club clothes she like went in the house and literally climbed in the bed with her, with with her, her club clothes on and yeah they none of them take baths they don't take baths. Yes. So they ended up going to the church and talking to the pastor. And the pastor pretty much drew out of Tony, you know, why he is the way he is. Because he lived, his, I think his stepdad or mm -hmm. dad was abusive. Um, And that was pretty much it. Like it showed them driving. I think it was like one of those little scenes in, in between commercial times where they were driving. And it looked like she was playing with his stuff. So yeah. now she's ready to have sex with yeah. him because she said they hadn't been intimate since she found out about the prostitutes. And I'm like, we will never be intimate again <laughs> after that. I know. <laughs> That's got to be hard. He would never, never, ever, ever raw dog me. We would have to do a series of tests. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be able to trust him. I just know. I, like, I would be like, you got to wear, like, I, I couldn't trust him. Mm -mm. I couldn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, so that was them. We all know that, and it's not her name, not Tracy, it's Angela. Like, she just, I she don't, don't know. She don't have it all together anyway. That She don't have it all together. And then I'm like, 
maybe it's like a self-esteem issue because she's not that attractive. Like, I I don't know. I think somebody was just paying attention to her. Probably. And she doesn't want to lose that companionship. Mm-hmm. But, like, technically, the dude that be hanging with them, maybe he can show her some compassion. He's already I mean, said that he was interested in her and she right. didn't want to be with him. Because he's normal. He's the, Nobody likes that little smooth and easy life. They like a variety. But, you know, have dudes smack you around every now and then. That could be foreplay. Maybe that'd excite you. Maybe. Okay, so then we have Shane and um and Lacey and John. John. Mm. So John is still in the, the halfway house and he's talking to his sister about, you know, just the process of getting himself together, what led him to start drinking and doing drugs again, which was Lacey. Mm-hmm. And the sister's like, really don't want y'all to get back together no that's what she's really thinking like i don't like her i don't want you to be with her yeah she's manipulative you need to leave her alone but you know they never listen and he's fairly attractive so i'm like why are you even bothered by this Mm -hmm. just move on with your life well i think everybody just need to move on with their Mm -hmm. life but i just i i personally don't get it i don't either because she she looked like a mix between a foot and a penis to me but How do they face. mix together? I don't know, but that face is Next horrible. time we watch the show and she comes on, I need you to draw out the image of the foot. Like her draw. face looks kind of sunken and it reminds me of a foot. Oh, the, the little curve part. Yeah. Okay, so and then with the her foot. lips, it reminds me of a penis. The penis lips. Yeah. The head. Yeah. She's a mix between that's a penis like, and a foot. You have a great imagination. <laughs> like that's some real shit though because I can see it now. Yes. Like I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Yes. Yeah, so the things we see. I know. Her and Shane are at the skating rink and Shane decides to fess up and tell her that he cheated on her before they got married. And what tripped me out more so about her face is that she he was telling her this like you couldn't see any emotion. In her face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is she upset about it? Like, I didn't know she was upset until she said she was she upset was right. and walked away. And I was like, oh, gosh, she doesn't. I think she was in shock. But she still didn't have any emotion on her face. Like, I don't know if the nerves are. That's what I was about to say. Look you at know. that face. Yeah. Like How could she have any emotion? Yeah. I mean, even when she cries, it's probably just tears are going to run down her yeah. eyes. I don't think it would be much. Yeah. So that's how they ended. Um, I feel like Shane shouldn't have told her that. Like, he should have kept that to himself. But I understand they all need a storyline because then she's going to go back to John. I, I can see how all of this is going to play out. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, because she doesn't have anything to talk about right now. Yeah. Um, then we get to Marcelino and Brittany. And Brittany is still, you know, in the process of just trying to see how much information that she can get on her adopted kids. Um, and then she goes into detail about how the courts were trying to assign custody or look for the dad to, to give custody. And I'm like, but you work? know on record that the mom was underage. Exactly. So, like, our court I, systems are fucked. <laughs> Like, okay, so this is my thought when I heard that. Like, I was looking at her, and I was just like, I was actually crying when they were playing her story. Mm Because I was like, when she was looking for the kids, and she was talking to her her husband, Marcelino, she Mm -hmm. was like, when is it my time? But we'll get on Mm -hmm. that later. But then I'm thinking, the courts are looking for you to take custody of these kids, 
in my mind, I'm thinking it's only financial to get them off the get them out of the system so they don't have to take care of them. But if you know, if you got a little girl going into a house and he was having sex with a mm-hmm. little girl, how, why are you not? Well, how are you putting this child's life in the best fitting place? Exactly. I could see if it was a parent who had a good record, but no. Mm-hmm. And when they were looking for him for those reasons, why did they not lock him up when they had proven evidence that the child was a minor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of that. I didn't get it. Yeah. And then he actually got arrested for something petty. And when he should have been arrested for statutory rape. I, I couldn't. I, yeah. I couldn't. I was just like, I, I didn't even know what to think or i mean i was i was just lost for words like mm-hmm. how in the hell mm-hmm. this damnation is mm-hmm. it's some fucked up shit that it goes is on. it is yes yes and so, so they were in touch with him and didn't do nothing mm-hmm. on her behalf mm-hmm. and, and like, she's locked up right over petty shit right petty crimes when she should have been getting the help that she needed, she needed to recover from all the stuff that she's been going through. Like, jail is not an answer to for everything. everything. And I... Mm, we, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> that's We're going to write that down. We're going to table that because we need to have that conversation because mm-hmm. it's really not. Mm-mm. Some of these people need to be rehabbed. Yes. I mean, even some people... I mean, because people can always say, oh, I had a ch- rough childhood, I had a rough life. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they really do. Mm-hmm. And it messes up with their mm-hmm. brain. And they be struggling. Mm-hmm. And for whatever, that's how so many people are caught up in the system. Because yes. they see so much. They experience so much. And then they're expected to live. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen like that for mm-hmm. everybody. Some people can get out of it naturally. Mm-hmm. And they, and some people don't. They don't. No, they just And then you put them in jail. The cycle. Yeah. Me and one of my friends, we had a, a whole conversation about, like, the jail system. And we were just like, that's crazy mm-hmm. how all this stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever gets the help. Mm-mm. And they build jails based on reading levels. What, fourth grade? Third mm-hmm. or fourth grade? Mm-hmm. Third grade. Third grade state tests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prison, school to prison pipeline. Right. Mm-hmm. They're closing schools, but, like, building prisons. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But any girl, we done got off. Mm-hmm. We need to, that's another podcast. Yes. So um, I felt for her when she was going through that, and she was like, "So when someone, what did she say? When is so? When is it gonna be? When is somebody gonna protect me? Or when? What did she say when she was crying? And she was, um, she was just saying, you know, you know, how she knows the responsibility of all of this isn't on her, but she still holds on to it, right? And so she's like, you know, I'm just trying to get out. And hit all of these points Markers, to get right. my to get my life back, right. and that's you know I definitely can relate. Um, so I like I said last week, I hope she is able to at least find the current parents so she can just make sure that they're okay, and then kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, with the you know trying to see them or build a relationship or anything like that. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was them. Marcelino, he doesn't allow her to talk when she's like upset and needs to like get it out, mm-hmm. like vent it out. He all, that never mind. That's men and how they want to fix stuff quick because mm-hmm. they don't want us to see us emotional. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to just be there with her and be present and deal with it. You yeah. know. And Brittany is gonna be heard either. Yeah, because she was she like, hold sure. up. Yeah. Let me talk. Yep. He still didn't let her talk though. But 
at least she stood up for herself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the next couple, we we can go on and get into Michael and Sarah and well, Clint, Clinton, Tracy. They they, she probably was too high to record. Probably. So um, it picks back up where they left off with Sarah and Michael talking about him wanting to. He asks when he can he take the girls. And she's like, no, you're not taking the girls to the to the hotel where you got some broth that you done brought for vacation. <laughs> and so um, they get into it. I would love for Sarah to just take the emotion about how she feels about him mm-hmm. out of it. And just really focus on, okay, I need you to sign these divorce papers. Right. We need to come up with the parenting plan. Like, that should be really the basis of the conversation. If you do want to take the girls, I want you to be by yourself. Cause, or I need to take meet. A, like, take Let's a all go together so I yeah, can see this take person. take them out. Well, mm-hmm. here's my thing. Just because you got a girl in the hotel room, I just think it's nothing you can do about that. But if they if he wanted to take them to Chuck E. Cheese or where whatever you have in your area, that could be okay. Like mm-hmm. he has the right to spend time with his child. Mm-hmm. But I really she once she's not over him, and the reason why she's having a hard time with this whole situation is because she hasn't broken she hasn't broke ties with the relationship, mm-hmm. and that's why it funnels over. Is because she's using the kids. To some kind of way hold on to him when it's already gone. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was gone before you mm-hmm. even got out. So why are you holding on to this? Mm-hmm. Like, that's why she had that meltdown. Like, what am I supposed to do now? I was thinking, bitch, you've been doing it. Yeah, you've been, like, you been doing it. Like, you've been doing this. Like, why all of a sudden you got asking yourself, what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to figure it out? This, this out. You were figuring it out. Like, I don't get it. Like, I wanted to shake her, like, girl. I know. He ain't Get been the there. divorce papers, have him sign. Like, that like, would have been the very first thing. Of, instead right. of, you know, Highlighting these other, phone calls. Yeah. You should have been working on a plan, planning how, how this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. And if he wants to see the kids, fine. I understand you brought your little girl with you for whatever reason. Just don't take my kids back. One, I think the baby's too small to be back mm-hmm. in the hotel. I don't want my kids playing a hotel room with dirty floors anyway yes but and, i would and i will say i was listening to jade and xd do their recap and jade t- took it to another level she was like i don't want no nigga taking my kids to a hotel room where his bitch is and they don't fucked on their bed that too and i was like but yes. I, I feel like there's nothing technically you can do about it because she's gonna probably be in the kid's life at some point and remind me to tell you where i think this where he hasn't been completely honest with her either yeah, no, he the, hasn't. Because based on what Maria was saying, I was like, he ain't, he, he ain't, he ain't, told, you, he ain't right. told you shit. Right. <laughs> so, and that's why she says what she says. But, yeah. like, if he wanted to take the kid to the, the swimming pool and they go swimming, like, I think he could take her and Sarah needs to be with the little one because there's no way that two people can watch mm-hmm. what everything that's like, they need two people to watch the kid mm-hmm. in the pool. And that should be okay. But, he, you can't control that. He's going to have the kids around another woman at some point. I hear you. I have no problem with what you're saying. However, they all need to meet together. They are not mature enough to do that. Because so, he's not telling the full story. He's not telling the full story. He, he He's not mature at all. He's not mature at all. He's not mature enough. Sarah's not mature enough 
to just hear anything outside of what's going on what, in her what mind. She and she says some valid things. Like, you know, he's like, well, what do you want me to do? She's like, I just want you to be here. You haven't came to see your kids in five months. But I also think a big part of that is that you hadn't came to see me. She's in, She still wants them. And if you can, you don't see if, that? No, I'm not saying I don't see it. But at the end of the day, he still haven't came to see the kids in five months. So you know, it ain't all. It's about her. It's there. A big part of that is about her. It is about her. But at the end of the day, he has not came to see his kids in five months. The first time he saw the baby, she had to go to show him the baby. So he's not making an effort. He's he's making, and I can see why she would be mad that oh, you got these bitches around here, but you haven't made time to come see your children. And that's what I didn't understand. That's that's valid to me. From even last season, I don't understand why he had room to go see. Yeah, he went to see Megan once he got out of jail. (laughs) <laughs> right, but I still hadn't figured out what is it with going on with him that makes him not want to even come see the kids. Is it things behind the scenes that we don't know that she's making it difficult? Or is it just regular guy stuff where they don't want to have tension? Like, why are you not coming to see the kids at all? Because he has not had an example of what fatherhood is. Because he talked about his but father. But he also talked about him wanting to be better than his father. But he not showing it. No, he's not doing. And even if Sarah was making it as hard as what he may feel it is, you, you can go to the court and get visitation rights. So either way, like both of them, they're not in a proper headspace to co-parent. So not at all. If I was Sarah, I'd be like, "Look, we just gonna let the courts Handle decide this. what your visitation rights are going to be, and that's what we gonna stick to." Because together, they're not going to ever be able to come up with a plan that will work. And he lives in Michigan. Right now, he's a hobosexual. Right. That happens. Yeah. But, like, I wonder, like, when you have kids across state lines, how does that work with the parenting? Oh, you do the summers. Mm -hmm. So, But he don't technically really have a place to live. Like, I don't see the court really giving him extended visits because of he's not working. No. He doesn't really have a place unless he uses his mom's address. Like he's not a he's not stable like on paper. Right. So she's definitely going to get 100% custody and probably like he'll probably get like holidays or something like that. But it's he's not going to get a lot of visitation rights and I think he probably knows that. So that's why he hasn't went to the courts. Cause he, I wonder if he has other kids that we don't know about. I feel like he does. I feel like he's got some I really seeds do. spread out. I do. I think he has other kids elsewhere. And I hope Megan ain't pregnant. I think she had a miscarriage. Oh, yeah. see, you be knowing. No, they showed it on a preview. I wouldn't, you know. I'd be... And she got on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say yeah. Yeah. So, I just, I be want to shake Sarah, Sarah, because I'd be like, if you just play this mm-hmm. cool, Cause you're letting him get up under your skin. Yeah, like underneath. Yeah, her. and, and she he knows all how to push all the buttons. Like if she would just chill out and really not say anything. Like after the kids left, you're like, okay, I got the divorce papers. Let's go ahead and get them signed. You know, call me tomorrow when you want to come see the kids. Peace. I, she's not at that point. I don't think she's, she's ready not, to yeah. to get the divorce. She's not ready to move on from the marriage. Yeah, she's because not. Because it's something I feel like when she was like, "Is your bitch here? Did you bring?" You know, like, I felt like that was just like, oh, and then you're going to come into town, you're going to bring somebody. 
I think it all comes like because when you're done done and you're really ready to file for divorce, it don't matter who you exactly. Is. It don't and matter she who says it, but emotionally she, she doesn't, doesn't show it. it at all. Yeah, and I just be like, girl, this ain't about you. And the kids are gone. Where was the little baby? Did she take the little baby too? Yeah, I didn't remember seeing the little baby get it. But she was just so up in the arms about it. He was just like, I got rice too, and da, 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 da. and I was like. You wrong, because you ain't told the girl. What's her name? Mariah. Maria. Maria. I gave her a new name. <laughs> you didn't tell. I don't think she knows that they're married. I know. She thinks that Sarah's just the baby mama. I didn't get that, but I'm going to have to. Next episode. I don't think that he's really told her that he's married. Mm-hmm. Because of the way the conversation went. She mm-hmm. was pretty much like, well, she just got to, you know, let him see his kids. And. Mm-hmm. and He's not telling she her. She did mention, you know, I don't understand why she's been waiting around for five years. <laughs> she's been waiting around for that long because they've been married. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. So. And then when they were talking about, she was like, Michael said, well, we're going to have to go to plan B if we're going to have an issue. And Maria was like, yeah, I'm going to have to talk to her. I'm like, who you gave you the right? Who, like, that's, that's what burned me up. What gave you the right to even think that you're going to speak to her? Mm-hmm. And is he seeing that? Because he likes, he obviously likes, he, he likes all his drama. girls yeah. to know one another, mm-hmm. obviously. What makes you think you had a right to even form those words out of your lips? That you're going to say something mm-hmm. to my wife. that's not your place. It's not your place, boo. That's not your dude. Mm-hmm. You just happen to be the person providing financial mm-hmm. su- support. You are the financial backer at mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. So, girl, please. Mm-hmm. He's like, where your fine ass at? I'm down at the pool. I'm thinking, girl whatever she should have been in the room somewhere and he could have been at the pool with his kids Mm -hmm. spending some time but y'all arguing Mm -hmm. but i think she starts arguments like that because she don't have no other way to talk to him and it's been brewing in her so long and that's how she gets so emotional Mm -hmm. but like send a long text message vent that out do what you need to do he might not read it but at least you got it out Mm -hmm. i just shake my head Mm mm-hmm Cause I I could see him having like ten kids spread out. I wouldn't be surprised, not at all. Okay, so we gonna get to Andrea and Lamar, and they go out to dinner, and they still on this conversation of where they gonna live. I like Lamar. Um, I, yeah, I really like Lamar. Like he, he tried to do sense. something really nice for her. You can't you can't do nice stuff for dumb people. Yeah. Because she just took it there like she always does. Yeah. And you, I'm not going to try to mix up the shows too much, but it makes sense when that doctor in um, um, Married at First Sight said that sometimes you create these um, scenarios, like you create drama before it's time for the drama to start just to kind of pull yourself back. Mm-hmm. I feel like she does that all the mm-hmm. time with Lamar. Mm-hmm. And she's always dangling something over his... These women, they be controlling. They are. They are. It's like they get come from one jail and go to another jail. 
And it's like they be trapped. Mm -hmm. And so for Andrea, she's like, you know, when he was in jail, he was saying he was going to spend all his time with me. But when he gets out, he spends time with his brother and he goes. To I'm like, he's, he's free. free. Like he has a life outside of you. Like I'm, I she, love my husband to death, but I don't want him to spend every waking no, moment with me. No, I need him to kind of go <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Like He's still do, his own person. Like, but she don't want him to be his own mm -hmm. person. She wants him to be what up under wants. her. And you know what? Somebody shared something with me on Friday and it makes sense. A man, a man chasing money. No, a man chasing women is broke. Mm -hmm. A man chasing money is rich mm -hmm. because the women are going to come when he finds the money. Mm -hmm. Not to say that women just, but I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like she expects him to be chasing after her mm -hmm. all the time. But if he does that, how can he provide for the household? Exactly. He even said, like, I got to go back to California. I got work. I'm in school. Like, like he's trying to, and he's yeah. like trying to make. I'm taking care. I'm giving money to your kids. And then she got mad. You talk, my kids. And I'm like, well, Somebody he's providing. He's providing. <laughs> like, what do you expect from him? She got unrealistic expectations. I'm just saying. I be wanting to, ugh. She another one. I just be wanting to shake. Like, girl, why don't y'all move somewhere that is a middle ground for the both Compromise. of you? Compromise. Like, she don't know that. Yeah. Some of them just don't know it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if she said, let's go somewhere that, you know, is more diverse, he would be okay with that. Yeah. You know, he just don't want to be in Mormon City. No. And I ain't mad at him. He ain't trying it. to be a Mormon. He, he won't. They ain't trying to do that. Yeah, so she threw out the divorce word. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that hurt his heart. He's like, yeah. dang, I know we got our issues, but I didn't think it was that bad. Like, ultimately, she's choosing to stay in a city and not be work on her marriage. Nope. Because she wants, she's stuck on staying in one place. In Mormondale. In Mor yes. Because she thinks, she I don't think she knows she's a woman of color either. I think she just tried to forget that. That's so sad. It is. It is. Yeah. So that was that for love after lockup. We'll see what goes down next week. Should be interesting. It should be. Okay. So let's get to married at first sight. Okay. Okay. So you, you we starting with the boring couples first. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So that's Jessica and mm -hmm. Austin. Um, everything is going good for them. They come back. They're moving into their mutual apartment. Everybody's in the same complex. And so they go to each other's houses to pick up some items. We see that Austin is a minimalist who doesn't wash mm -hmm. his comforter or sleep with a sheet. And um, she said it's good that he's a minimalist because she has a lot of stuff. So but, she goes to get her stuff, which was, it was a lot of stuff, including her watermelon, stuff. which I'm mad about because she didn't want it to go to waste because that refrigerator in the apartment was empty. Right. So I would take my watermelon too. Mm -hmm. Um. So Doctor Um Doctor Cal comes and talks to them, and he's just making sure he he's hitting the main topics mm -hmm. in a marriage. So they talk about money. Um. And he just wanted to make sure whether or not she was cool with Austin making less money. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's fine. He does make significantly less than I do, but he just started transitioned in this career. Right. And I know he's going to grow financially. So it's fine. Um, and he was like, you know, same, you know, I know 
in this field, I'm going to make more money in two to three mm-hmm. years. So that's not an issue for us. Um, and then they talk about children in two to three years, which lines up with him, you know, being promoted. Right. So everything for them, to me, seems like it's going good. Did you have any concerns with no. the conversation? The only thing that got to me is like, I think one of their first arguments is because she going to come home. And he ain't gonna have no sheet on that bed. <laughs> you know it that's a real that's, really s- simple, yeah. Right, and she knew that from the jump. Mm-hmm. But I, I was trying to figure. You know, I always be trying to figure out things that I don't understand. How the hell can you be sleeping on a naked bed and it be more comfortable than having sheets on? It looked like he had a fitted sheet, but he didn't have a flat sheet in between the comforter. Cause it look, it didn't look like straight mattress, like okay. clean. I didn't think it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? Yeah, he just didn't have a flat flat sheet. Yeah, that's yeah. going to happen a lot in their marriage. Because that flat sheet's not required for him. No, I mean, in, in our bed, like... Sometimes that thing be somewhere else. It'd be at the bottom of the bed. Yeah, like when I when I change the sheets, like I do the whole tucking on and all of that. Mm-hmm. And my husband like will untuck it because he doesn't like his feet to be trapped. Behind. I don't yeah. like my feet trapped either. I love it. Here's the thing. Let me tell you about the sheets that I have. Because I was once in a couple, I tend to buy cooling sheets mm-hmm. just out of habit, which are, are are summer sheets. So my sheets are never warm. Mm-hmm. They're always cold mm-hmm. unless I have some type of contraption to warm them up. But I think that's why I really don't like, I don't care if the sheet goes away. Because mm-hmm. when I'm anywhere else, if they're just regular sheets, like in a hotel, well, maybe the hotel just know it's dirty and you don't want that thing on your face. But I just always feel like those cooling sheets keep it so cold that it could be wherever and I can just be underneath one of them little fuzzy blankets because mm-hmm. they feel better. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would That would be an argument that I could see something like that happening with the couples. It's going to be something house related. Because mm-hmm. somebody's like, oh, you know, one of the boring couples, they're like, Oh, I already found your pajamas on the floor and I neatly folded them for you. I was like, girl, y'all going to be beefing about that mm-hmm. later. Because he going to always leave the pajamas. I Which know. couple was that? Because I that was walking away. That was Austin and Jessica. And to that, like, even when she was talking about the bed, like, she immediately started making up his bed. I did. Yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah. She so, did. I mean, I feel like at this point, she's like, oh, it's not a big deal. But it's, I think she's going to get tired eventually. Yeah, you get yeah. tired of being the mama. Yeah. Um. Then the next couple is... um. Bird Girl. That's Katie and Derek. Bird Girl and Derek. I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so they, you know, come home, um, move in. Um, she opens up his nice thin drawer. He has a fake gun and cash. And she's like, hey, why do you have all this cash? <laughs> and I'm with him. You, you should always have some cash in your mm-hmm. home. Just in case of an emergency. Yeah. And the ATMs are down. What exactly. you going to do? Exactly. And they live in D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but that fake gun was a complete waste of time. He gonna get himself shot. Cause he, what you gonna do? You gonna pull out this fake BB? Like it ain't even a BB yeah. gun. <laughs> like, dude, if you gonna be hood, be hood. Like, don't don't be trying to be gangster and be about that life with a fake gun. Like, and it's just like, what did he do? Rob a bank? I said, girl, if he robbed a bank. In my mind, I was like, girl, if he robbed a bank, he didn't get shit. Like, he must have. <laughs> he robbed the Seven Eleven <laughs> after they had already did a cash drop because that ain't a lot of no, money in there. <laughs> but I was shocked to see the cash and the the mm-hmm. gun and my saying just like she was. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was watching it with my husband and he was like, he smoked weed. And I was like, why? Because he has all these tapestries on his wall. And he was like, yeah. I was like, well, his mom does live like in South America. So I just figured that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I liked all his little tapestries and um, Bird Girl took, you know, some things to bring She's like, can I have this? But I thought that was real petty for taking that Brita though. Why can't they just buy another one? I think it was his Brita though. It was. But the roommate had used it, had water in it though. Oh, oh well. I get another one. (laughs) I'm like, y'all can just buy another Brita. It's so not that serious, but they took it. I guess it was important for her. Yeah. Um, so they go to her place. Um, he connects with the dog. Um, and then that's about it. Like he just goes through some of her stuff and they get back. Past the cow comes and she is concerned about his time frame. Well, they talk about kids first. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, if we are pregnant in two two to three years, then we'll be trying at that time. But we're married, so if it happens, it happens. And so they go from that to him saying, you know, I feel like, you know, we we are grown. We have a connection. I feel like I would probably be in love or fall in love with her probably within six months to a year. Mm -hmm. And she felt a way about that. And I was like, I feel like that is in line for especially for someone who hasn't been in love and to. Y'all have been together for eight nine, days, yeah, nine eight. to eight, nine days. So six, if you're re- regularly a regular couple dating, six months it. to a year is is when it normally does happen. So I didn't feel, I didn't see anything wrong with him saying that, but she took it kind of personally. Like, and that told me a lot about her because she's just like, oh, willy nilly, I love you. Like, and being emotional about her ex that it really wasn't a real, real relationship. So, I told you she was she was shady. Uh, she's uh, yeah. I think she loves hard mm-hmm. quickly, quickly, which is scary. Yes, those be the people that get gone the quickest. Yes, be the ones that you have a lot of issues with in the relationship because mm-hmm. they can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Like in there, it's hard to rationalize with people who fall in love with you quickly. Mm-hmm. Think about everybody who's ever fallen in love with you really quickly. What was their rationale? Like, what was their, like, the way they thought about things and mm-hmm. thought through things? It wasn't It's not thinking. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's just, mm. I'm going to go Impulsive. on feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Hard. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think you should not have no babies. Mm-hmm. I think you should put a condom on. Every single time. And just throw it on the floor after you come. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let that be in your nightstand for now. Just... Pop them over there and just like like snatch it off inside of like cuddle <laughs> real quick like some kind of way because now nah, he needs to like flush that thing down the toilet because she her plumbing gonna be she, backed up she she ready and it's like she ready without the thought the thought is yeah. imp- she's impulsive it's very, yeah so she's not gonna think not, she's not thinking clearly mm-hmm. maybe her sugar was low I don't know so. <laughs> So it goes to that. She felt a way about it. And then him also saying like, you know, we've been home a couple of days. And she said that he said that he feels like there he has called her a roommate. And I'm like, maybe in a joking, playing way. You don't yeah, know this person. Yeah. So then Pastor Cal asks her about the ex. 
Do you think she should have said anything? I would have been kind of tight-lipped about it. I would have as well. But when you have a pastor asking you questions, you feel like you need to own up. That too. Because I feel like he probably, I feel like the Lord would have let him know anyway. Mm -hmm. And I would have lied to him. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, if it was just the other doctor talking about this, then I would have been Mm tight-lipped. Okay. I don't think she should have said anything about that whole situation. Like the most I would have said was, you know, they reached out to me prior to the wedding. I shut it down. I would have left it at that. I wouldn't have said that I am still getting over, you know, the fact that they followed up, you know, finally said that they love me. And now I feel a way about it because that's bringing negative uncertainty to Derek yes and he and he he's a level-headed good dude like he has like my favorite on the show yeah he's so cute yeah so cute because he's like I've come in with a clean slate so I'm you know I'm open to everything that's happening and he's been real about it he has been very you know level-headed about it unlike some of these other fools yes I'm just saying yeah so So, I wouldn't have said anything (laughs) If that were me, I know, because I wouldn't want to bring any more strife. Like I just would deal with it on my own. Because I'm sure she does, you know, have that. In my mind, I feel like she's like living in a what if mm-hmm. kind of scenario, and that is not where you want to be if you're working on building a new relationship, let alone a marriage. Yeah. So yes, um, the rest of them are disasters. So you want to take which one? Which which disaster you want? Like, pick one. We can do... Any, many, many more. Let's go to Mindy and Zach because I have a theme song for Zach. Let's go with it. You gonna okay. sing it? I'm gonna sing it. I'm a, Well, you got your own I mic. got my mic. Yeah. I'm sorry you're not my kind of girl. You're the kind of girl that a man streams mm-hmm. 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 up. The chemistry just not there. That's what Ralph Transman said. So, this is Mindy and Zach. And every time I see them now, I'm going to think a new addition. So, yeah. so again, Zach meets with, Zach didn't come to the apartment. Um, he felt like he needed to <laughs> miss her, which is some bullshit. <laughs> miss me with this. Okay. <laughs> How about you miss me with this? Like, he don't even try though. No. He's not even attempting no. Attempted even like I would feel better about him if he tried and put the pillow in between them like Mika and mm-hmm. and uh Michael. Mm-hmm. Like that's trying. Mm-hmm. He's not trying at all. No, they ain't breaking bread together. They ain't having call. He maybe he's calling her. I don't even think he called. I don't. Her. I mean, he talked to the dogs. He's like, "What you think I should mm-hmm. do?" Like you need to be asking mm-hmm. her that. Like he don't even want to converse with her. Mm-hmm. Like just say it ain't. Quit the show. Yes. Just quit and the show. And it, it pissed me off because Pastor Cal asked him point blank, do you still want to do it? He paused. It was a long pause. And then he was like, yes. And Pastor Cal, knowing, he's like, I don't know if I believe him. The Lord already told me the answer to that. Why are you lying to me? Yes. That's what he should have said. Yes. And so, you know, of course, Zach is talking in circles about Again. everything. Again. Like, why are you talking in circles to the pastor? He ain't yes. nothing to you. And Pastor Cal was looking like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, every time he come on the TV, like, I feel like he talked directly to the dogs more than he done talked directly to the people. Yes. 
Yes. Like, why are you so, like, open with the dogs, but you can't talk to other human beings? Yes, yes, yes. The dog don't even know. The dog don't even know what he's saying anyway, because he, he needs to say, like, he's thinking he's being, I don't know, girl. Yeah, so. He's a disaster. Yes. He's so selfish. So, Mindy comes um, in and they talk and he pretty much breaks down, you know, I, I like your spirit, you're, you're pretty, I know I need to stop saying that I am not attracted to you. <laughs> but I ain't attracted to but you. But I'm not attracted to you. Um, and pretty much that, you know, he is willing to work on it. And so Pastor Cal was like, well, you know, a part of that is being in the same, moving in together and being in the same apartment. You are married. Right. And Zach is like, he comes up with the bullshit of, well, I just want to build up to missing her. And so Pastor Cal was like, no, like you need to move into the apartment. I can't force you to do it, but you need to move into the apartment. Right. And so then Pastor Cal is like, you know, there are two bedrooms here, so you still do need to be in the same space. And Zach was still like, I don't really want to do that. Just say you don't want to be on the show. Like, just right. say you don't want to do it anymore. Just own up to it. Yeah. And I think he's for, trying to portray an image like Mika accused my, Michael of, mm -hmm. but he's the one that's really trying to portray an image of being a perfect person mm -hmm. for the cameras. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he just needs to let it go because we and know. And he's failing. Yes. We know. We're watching you. And you're talking talking in circles. Mm -hmm. And we've already figured it out. Because mm -hmm. your actions are saying everything exactly. without you saying it. Mm -hmm. And I hope that she can get it and mm -hmm. figure out that it's not going to work out. I know. And it's okay. Because her friend and I already said he full of shit. So. Yeah, she did. She called him out She quick. called him out real good. Yes. So, Yeah. Um, but Mindy is still like, I'm going to work. Did you catch that Zach said her name wrong? He called her Mandy. I didn't catch that. <laughs> he was like, Mandy, oops, I mean Mindy. I'm like, you don't even know her damn name. <laughs> That'd be something I do. Because <laughs> you know, when you ain't in it, you just ain't in it. We done all been there. Mm -hmm. We've all been there. Yes. Who is the next disaster? I'm going to talk about Mika and Michael. Mm. Go ahead. Poor Michael. <laughs> She bitches and complains and that she's going to be a nagger. Mm -hmm. I wanted to break up with her. <laughs> I kept thinking like, I am, I'm tired of being in this damn relationship with you. <laughs> I, <laughs> stop, nagging me. stop nagging me. Like I was irritated. Like she, she started as soon. And it makes me wonder like how many relationships have you been in? Prior to this, have you never been to a man's apartment? They're not like ours. Yes. And if it, she's like, <laughs> she's like, your trash can's right by the door. He's like, she came in the door, I, bitching. Right. I wish I could have the voice that your husband has when he talks about Michael. Yes, I, I leave my trash can by the door because it's efficient and it's safe space or whatever he said. Like, I was like, okay, that does make sense, but I don't want to be smelling trash when as I first come I to the, the door. door. Got it. But if he don't let his trash can sinks, he may never have that yeah. issue. Because even though he had like little stuff all around, at least the dishes were clean. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, is it perfect? No, but... It's a man's It could apartment. be a lot yes. worse. 
So then, but I did kind of agree with her with the spatula. Like, you can at least put the spatula. Yeah. That was funny, though. And the spatula was pink. Yes, I saw. I saw. I was like, maybe it was a breast cancer wearing a spatula. I mean. It is what it is. He yeah. probably, it was probably on clearance and he was yeah. just like, cool, I'll just pick that. it up. Yeah. But I thought, <sighs> yeah. I just need her to, like, chill calm out. down. Yes. It's and like she's looking for things for it to is. not work. She is. And also, like her and Brandon need to be together because they gonna they gonna be each other's medicine because mm-hmm. both of them gonna do it the whole time. Mm. I just am watching them. I'm I'm ready to see them have conversations outside of how do you like being married? Do you want to be married? How do you feel the rela- like? It's all I want of you them. to get to know me. Yes, I and, yeah. And like let's have it, some real mm. shoot the shit conversations and not just be bitching about how imperfect I am as you go through my stuff. Well, mm-hmm. Why are you looking through my things? Like we're married. Mm-hmm. Like I guess a part of me was kind of would feel some kind of way about somebody going through my drawers or whatever. And him going through her refrigerator, that was that wasn't really anything bad. No. Yes, I've known you nine days, but it's not like he's opening up your mail, checking yeah, to see if he just he didn't check your credit score, girl. Like it's not personal, personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you, you want to see how the other person lives, like what they like to eat, like what's what's wrong with that. I didn't find anything wrong no. with it, but she was tripping. Yeah. And then she was intentional about when she got to his apartment to make sure she went through his drawers trying to find something. I'm like, mm. yes. Yeah, so then past the cow comes and they begin to talk. So they're talking to, they talked about children. They talked about finances and how each of them have shared each other's salary. And that's the most that they've talked about money. Mm-hmm. Um, she is excited that he got a raise and makes more money than she does because that's the way she feels it should be. That's not always going to be possible, though. Uh, yes. And I was about to ask, how do you feel about that that comment? Because he also said, you know, granted, yes, I make, you know, I'm making more money. I'm doing what I want to do. But sometimes, you know, you people do want to pursue their passion. And that may not always come with a big amount of money. Right. But like he did say, even though you're feeling your passion, shit still got to get paid. Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. I've been there, done that. Hadn't wrote a book about it, but I've told people about it. And I I won't, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, my whole thing is you can follow your passion, but you got to do things that make sense. Mm Mm-hmm. And if that's what you're going to do, then you have to have a conversation. They they don't seem to communicate well right now. Yes. They're both shut down and closed off. And um, remind me to tell you about his deflecting, by the way. Oh, when, uh, when he there. started crying? Yeah, because okay. he didn't want to answer the damn question. Okay. You, you picked that up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but I just felt like, you know, she, you're not always going to make the most money, but as long as there's, you know, money coming in where you're not starving and trying to make payment arrangements on shit, then you, you can be okay for a little while. Happen. I can't be like that forever. Yeah. You could get sick. Yeah. You could get sick. And you would expect him to make sure you're good. Mm-hmm. It ain't always about what the woman wants, needs, and desires. Like we have to take care of our man sometimes. Yeah. And it's okay to take care of your man. Mm-hmm. Like I said, sometimes we're raised a certain way and told all these things from women who and that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. human wise. Mm-hmm. 
Will your husband get sick? We pray that he doesn't. But if he does, can you carry can you it? Hold it down? Yeah. Can you hold it down? Can you make sure that he's good, the kids are good, everybody's mm-hmm. good? Because even though he may be making working his job, things can change. Things can change. He can get laid off. Mm-hmm. He could get beat up. He could beat up a kid because now the kid's going to be fucking with dude because uh, he done cried on national TV. Mm-hmm. You can't be a principal talking about you're going to paddle somebody and they be like, nah, dude, you be crying on TV because your feelings got hurt. They're going to throw that up. You mm-hmm. can't do that. But anyways, he might be looking for another job soon. But it like you got to be able to hold you gotta it down. Be flexible. And you got to be flexible. Not saying that you're – and it's not guaranteed that he's got to make more than you. Mm-hmm. Where'd, they, where'd you get that rule from? Women, yes, we do want to be taken care of. That's fine. But sometimes we have to hold our own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You and was holding said, your own before? Yeah, yeah. she's like, I'm, I'm tired of paying, being the only one paying bills. Duh, you've been you're by yourself. Yeah. You're an adult. <laughs> you still going to have to pay bills when you're married. <laughs> like, what? They don't go away. They don't. <laughs> They do not. Okay. So then they get on the subject of him. When they talk about the kids, they, they want to have two to three kids. He said, the third kid I want to adopt. Which I, I, I absolutely loved. That. Yes. And so he talked about, you know, his experience being adopted and how that is how he, how his love language is. He likes touch, physical touch. Right. Um, That's very mature for a man to be able to express that yes like most men are so closed off that Mm -hmm. they can't even define what like cuddling he Mm -hmm. want he don't have to have sex with you he just want to hold you and talk Mm -hmm. and that's probably how he's gonna open up Mm -hmm. like y'all may literally need to lay in a bed and have a conversation while you're cuddling mm-hmm. because that's maybe the only way he's going to open up and mm-hmm. be, be not so close off because mm-hmm. he shuts down all mm-hmm. the time. Yes. So he tied that with, you know, that's why it's important for him to have intimacy with his partner because that's his love language. You know? And again, it doesn't have to lead to sex. It's most but men. Yeah. So she brought up the conversation on the plane. I th- and I, I screamed at the TV and I was like, I thought we did dealt with this yes. already. Yes. So she again says no. Like she's like, right now I feel like you're saying all the right things, but when when the camera isn't on, like you're a different person. And you on the plane, you said that we needed to have sex by the end of the week, or you know you're not gonna be in the marriage anymore. And he's like, no, I didn't say that. We did have a conversation on expectations, and I did say I used the word expectations. And she's like, look, if you said it, I just want you to own up to it. You may have meant it a different way, and that's fine for you to say that. I'm not going to be mad about it. He was like, I did not say it the way that you are saying it. And then he started crying. (laughs) And maybe he started crying because, you know, have you ever dealt with somebody when you say things to them in some kind of way it always gets misconstrued? And you'll be like, that ain't what what I I said. said. And maybe he was crying out of frustration. I think he was probably crying out of frustration. My husband said he did it to deflect. And I was like, That's I don't what know I a lot of men who bust out and start crying I, to deflect. That's a, a woman thing. So, but maybe not. Maybe that is his deflection but he, technique. But he's been around a lot of women. 
Okay. So I took it as that he was def- deflecting and he was frustrated. Mm-hmm. But both most men, like I, I would that came out of nowhere for me. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, man, are you doing this for the gram? Like, why are you crying? Because I feel like at any moment he should be a meme. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was genuine. Okay. I don't know how to, at this point, I don't know who to believe. Because I feel like, for one, Mika, she's not that great of a listener. So I. She and, listens to respond. Yeah. yeah. She's not a great listener. Yeah. So I don't know if she misheard it or she just heard some key words. I don't know. She has consistently said the same thing. Yeah. But then when he opened up about, you know, his love language and the physical touch, I feel like it all just depends on how he explained it. If he said it like that, then no, I I don't I don't see a problem with him saying it if he said it in that way. But I just don't know. I don't know who to believe. I just feel like right now they're... But at this point, they, they need to move forward from it. Right. Because yeah. we can't... We've been we've been married nine days. Yeah. Right? We had this conversation day two of mm-hmm. us being married. Okay. Well, we done had... <laughs> this does not make sense when you say it. But we done had a few days to like get through this. Yes. But to us, we feel like they done had a couple weeks to get through mm-hmm. it. So is it realistic that we're expecting her to move on from this if this really happened? Because technically, we still on days here. If we're looking at days, this happened on day two and they're on day eight. That's been like six days. So I feel... It feels like it's so they, minor, though. I know. And they've agreed to move, move forward. forward from it. So you can't backtrack. Even Pastor Cal was like, I didn't come here to get y'all in a worse situation okay. than what you're in. We have to agree right. to move forward. So yes. if if a, if a guy, because I'm a rational person, mm-hmm. if a guy came to me and said, I want to hit this while we're on the honeymoon, you know, if I can, it was kind of like that. Then I'd be like, you do. You want some booty. Yeah. All dudes want booty. What has happened in my life, in my past, that makes me take that and go this far with it? Exactly. Because exactly. I'm trying to figure out what could, you know, I always try to figure out crazy situations. Mm-hmm. But because I was thinking, well, maybe it's because it's only been a couple days for her and they're really talking about it. Maybe that's why she's still on it. And to us, it's been a couple of weeks, and maybe that's why I think she needs to get over it and move on. Because mm-hmm. I scream at the TV a lot with Mika. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I just feel like shit. You're 25. I know at some point in time you don't had a one night stand. So I'm 40, and I still hadn't had one. Okay. Okay. Or had sex with someone in a short amount of time. At that age, somebody done hit that in a short amount of time. So why are you acting brand new? That that's how I feel about it. <laughs> I'm forty one. Okay. Okay. It hadn't happened. Okay. I feel like I've been coupled up my whole entire fucking life. Okay. So sad. No, it's not sad. It's just the way you were brought up. I wish you could read my mind right now. Okay. I just feel like at twenty five you done <laughs> had some some stupid sex. So can for I, for her to still be holding on to it, like to me at this point, it wouldn't be a big to do. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, she's going to be the, the deciding factor of whether or not they're going to have sex or not anyway. So I miss my opportunity for stupid sex. 
Okay. Because you can't be doing dumb shit like that at 40. That's what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> I was like feeling sad about it, actually. Because you can't be doing that same dumb shit at 40. That's 41, true. actually. That is Tuesday. true. Tuesday. Damn it. I missed Yeah. I missed my nose getting pierced. And I missed, <laughs> and I missed the stupid sex moment. Damn it. Yeah. Where'd the time go? I don't know. Okay. I who's down now? Who's um, the next dumb couple? Last couple is Brandon and Taylor. I um, wish I had a water gun. He tripped me out. Okay, so past the cow. Taylor came back to the apartment by herself. Um, past the cow comes over and they're talking and she just pretty much breaks down that Brandon is a nut. And during that time, Brandon comes in with a bouquet of flowers. And I was like, this reminds me of like a domestic abuser. <laughs> right. I'm glad you said that. Because have you noticed how she looks totally different? She looks tired. She does. She does not even look like the same person we met them other seven yeah, days. Yeah. Like she, she looks, looks exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like what has happened? It's like her whole spirit's different. Yeah. It is. And I'm, I'm like... I really want to like be in her window with a sign that says run. I know. Because I feel like it's breaking her down. I, I can see that. And this going back and forth and uh, seems a lot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that you said it was like domestic and he come in with these roses. Oh, I'm sorry for what I've done. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't even feel like his apology was sincere. Like, no, it was. It was just like, I'm going to say I'm sorry just to be saying I'm sorry because the audience is here doing it for the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. I was thinking really, Brandon, that's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like I would have rather him come in empty handed and just said, I'm sorry. Give offer me a sincere apology and say, you know what? I want to take you out. I want to start over. Like don't come in here with some flowers. Cause I, I don't really feel like they meant anything. Mm-hmm. Like let's just have like, and you see, Be- she looked at him like, I don't want this bullshit. Right. Like, say, you know, I want us to go out and talk or something more than here's these flowers. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, why are you bringing me gifts? Mm-hmm. Like, give me your time. Give mm-hmm. me your attention. Give me something that something of you. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, here's the Band-Aid. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much bullshit. what he did. Yeah. Yeah, and she looked so tired. She looked so broke down, and I was just feeling really bad for her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So she was like, you know, I like the Brandon that I was getting to know, mm-hmm. and not the one who was snapping off everyone. Like I demand respect. You need to respect the crew, like other people. You know, like you need to get it together. And when he talked to Pastor Cal by himself. I felt like he did not own up to anything Mm-mm. that he did. Like, it was almost like he was trying to put it on Taylor and the camera crew. He did not. And it it was, nothing was on him. Like, it, in the end, he said, you know, I did that. I'm responsible. But it's, I felt like he was trying to just blame it on something else. Mm-hmm. So, he's a nut. He is. So, she went over to his place to get the stuff. Um... And that was that. So we'll see what other train wreck happens between them. Yeah. Train wreck. Yes. So that is it for Married at First Sight. Um, Next week, I think they're all supposed to meet up with family and friends. And Brandon is going to get grilled Mm. by Taylor's people. 
So we'll see how that goes. And that's it. Um, you got any business buzzes? Um, I don't have a business buzz. Okay. We can shout out the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Go get your Girl Scout cookies. They should be at your local grocery store. And everywhere in front else. Of, in front of every grocery store. You know you can order Girl Scout cookies online now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that it was new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And be sure I'll put my journal link in the show notes so you can get your, your journals and let's see here. Anything else? No, I'm, I'm looking for a love quote. Okay. Um. Okay, we'll use this. This kind of applies. Okay. A good marriage requires time. It requires effort. You have to work at it. You have to cultivate it. You have to forgive and forget. You have to be absolutely loyal to one another. Boom. That, requir- that goes over everything we just experienced mm-hmm. with these shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. Please like, subscribe, five stars, and comment. Share this with your friends and family. Um, And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.